0: Okay, just a quick little level check. Okay, speaking of writers, coming down here in three, two, one. This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. The book, The Human Factor, Gorbachev, Reagan, and Thatcher and the End of the Cold War by author Archie Brown is out now. In this penetrating analysis of the role of political leadership in the Cold War's ending, Archie shows why the popular view that Western economic and military strength left the Soviet Union with no alternative but to admit defeat is wrong. Archie Brown is the Professor Emeritus of Politics at Oxford University and happy to have Archie Brown join me now here on Speaking of Writers. Archie, welcome to this program. Thanks very much. So what made you decide to write this book?
1: I was not very satisfied with the widespread view that it was American military power and Western military power or economic determinism that meant that the Soviet Union more or less had to throw in the towel and admit defeat in the Cold War. Uh, The fact is that when um, uh, American power was much greater vis-a-vis the Soviet Union in the 1940s, 50s and 60s, communism was expanding. And from the early 1970s, the Soviet Union and the United States had a rough comparability in military strength. So it doesn't really stand up, the idea that in the mid-1980s, when Each side could destroy the other several times over. Uh, The Soviet leadership in the shape of Gorbachev had no alternative
0: but to admit defeat, and that's not how it happened. Chatting with Archie Brown, his book is The Human Factor, Gorbachev, Reagan, and Thatcher, and the End of the Cold War. Let's look at the the players here, the three key players that you focus on, Archie. Let's start with Gorbachev. Gorbachev, I think, was absolutely crucial
1: for these changes, We, at least I feel I know the views of all 10 members of the Soviet leadership, the Soviet Politburo, who were still standing, some of them only just, when Konstantin Chanyanko died in March 1985. And only Gorbachev would have undertaken a pluralisation of the Soviet political system, liberalised the system, had competitive elections, risked raising expectations in Eastern Europe, and then having Soviet troops standing, staying in their barracks, while one communist country after another in 1989 ceased to be communist. So Gorbachev was a very different Soviet leader from any of his predecessors.
0: And What about uh, Ronald Reagan and uh, Margaret Thatcher, too? And how did their perceptions evolve during this time?
1: Well, their perceptions did evolve. That was very important. I mean, they both were people who believed that... um, the Soviet Union was an evil empire and was pretty impervious to change. Uh, they both both believed in military build-up, and they believed in uh, an ideological offensive that um, instead of just accepting Soviet propaganda, they should return it um, several times over. And if they'd continued, if Reagan, for example, had continued with the same evil empire and uh, rhetoric and saying that this is a struggle between good and evil, it would not really have been possible for Gorbachev to make the concessions he did make. And if he had tried to make them, he would have been overthrown by the Soviet military industrial complex. So Reagan accepted, and under a lot of influence from Margaret Thatcher, that Gorbachev was a different kind of Soviet leader, a man you could do business with. And Reagan changed his rhetoric, and above all, he was ready to engage. There had not been a summit meeting between an American president and a Soviet leader for six years 1979 Carter and Brezhnev was the last one and then every year of Ronald Reagan's second term there was a summit meeting 85 86 87 and 88 so that was
0: a big change we're chatting with Archie Brown here and speaking of writers his book is the human factor Gorbachev Reagan and Thatcher and the end of the Cold War title of the book Archie is the human factor what do you mean by that
1: I mean that the interrelationship of these three people was very important. Gorbachev used the term human factor, Chelevyetsky factor in Russian a lot, and uh, it really mattered. Uh, In in using that term, he was already departing from Soviet Marxism, Leninism, saying that the relations, the personal relations between leaders of a so-called bourgeois state and a so-called socialist state could actually make a difference. And uh, Margaret Thatcher first met Gorbachev in 1984, three months before he became Soviet leader, and they talked for five hours and they argued, but she was impressed by Gorbachev's intelligence, sense of humor, and the fact he didn't resort to Soviet dogma, he didn't rely on a script. And she, within a week or so, was over in Washington and went to Camp David and uh, Uh, briefed Reagan and his closest advisors on Gorbachev so she played a a very important role as intermediary Uh, and Reagan himself uh, as I mentioned he was ready to engage um, with three of Gorbachev's predecessors who were dying very fast you know state funerals were becoming an embarrassment in the Soviet Union There there was nobody to engage with really in a sense until Gorbachev came along but Reagan did play an important role Archie, what was your research like for this book? Well, I've been studying the Soviet Union um, and indeed Western politics for a very long time, uh, maybe about 60 years. Um, and uh, But for this particular book, five or six years intensive work, including working in the Reagan Presidential um, Library archives in California uh, and in Moscow and uh, British archives and uh, a lot of interviews, a lot of conversations with people um, I took, uh, took part in three seminars with Margaret Thatcher on the Soviet Union while she was Prime Minister in fact she first heard the name Gorbachev from me at a Chequer seminar our equivalent of Camp David uh, in September 1983 so I've been working on this for quite a long time
0: what surprised you the most about Reagan, Thatcher, Gorbachev through your research?
1: I suppose the most surprising thing is that they got on so well in the end. Yeah. I mean, a remarkable thing about Margaret Thatcher is that you know, she was somebody that the Soviet um, army newspaper uh, she gave her the name, uh, the Iron Lady, in the mid1970s. Well, the same Iron Lady in 1988 speaking to the man who is about to become British ambassador to Moscow, Roderick Braithwaite, talked about her current foreign leaders and about the forthcoming American presidential election with George Bush the elder and Michael Dukakis. And she said to this uh, British ambassador about to be ambassador in, in Moscow, if Dukakis wins, Gorbachev will be, will be my only friend left. Well, for the Iron Lady to speak about the general secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union as her only foreign friend left, that was quite a remarkable
0: change. Yes. What would you like readers to take away from this book, The Human Factor, Archie? One of the things to take away is that
1: engagement matters, that um, if you ostracize and isolate a country, then you're less likely to exercise influence over them. I mean, you can criticize and uh, object to and stand up to uh, behavior you disagree with, but but, um, it it does actually make sense to engage. Of course, some leaders are easier to engage with than others. I mean, Gorbachev was a man with a remarkably open mind for somebody who rose through the ranks of the Soviet Communist Party. Uh, But um, I think even at the present time, when relations with Russia are bad, just... um, We've just had a report in Britain about um, uh, um, Russian influence of um, a very objectionable kind in Britain. But even that is not um, an argument against um, dialogue and engagement and uh, to exercise influence.
0: Archie Brown, the book is The Human Factor, Gorbachev, Reagan and Thatcher and the End of the Cold War. Archie, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. And this is Speaking of Writers, and that is Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.